Welcome to the Best Self Podcast. This is the show for women who are tired of feeling tired, the sick of the to-do lists and the constant juggling of balls and spinning of plates, and they are ready to start putting themselves first again. Welcome back to the Best Self Podcast. It's episode 14. Oh my goodness, I can't believe we're here. I am your host, Nicola Fulstow, and today I am talking about fear. And the reason I say I can't believe I'm at episode 14 is because there was a long, long time where I could not press record, and that was due to fear. So, I'm giving myself a little mini pat on the back today, a little yay for me, because there were so many times I wanted to just hibernate, to hide away, to just not face the fear of getting in front of a mic and pressing record, even though it felt so important to me as a creative project, as a person who has a lot to say to get this stuff out of my brain and body and into the world. It felt like so important. And, you know, I don't want to be dramatic and say it was a calling, but it really was so um, important to me to do this that I just got so frustrated with myself every single time, every day that went by, every week, month, year that went by when I didn't press record because I was afraid. So I thought today that I would talk about five strategies, my top five strategies to overcome fear and transform it into personal power. And when I talk about fear, I am not talking about the type of fear that you get the minute you jump out of an airplane. You know, that minute when you're waiting to jump out. I've never done it, by the way. I'm too scared. But I'm not a fan of heights. I'm sorry, but just why? No, no, no. But I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking about fear in terms of low level fear. I'm talking about stress, anxiety, overwhelm. I'm talking about that because not many of us really face every day that adrenaline surge of fear when you're getting chased by a tiger. But I think a good majority of us experience fear in terms of feeling uncertain, feeling worried, concerned, anxious, stressed out, overwhelmed. I think a lot of people relate to that. So when I talk about fear today and overcoming fear, I am not talking about jumping out of that airplane. Please speak to somebody else about that who's done it because I haven't (laughs) because I'm too scared (laughs) and I don't want to die actually. So why do so many of us have this low level fear and what does it feel like? Well, like I say, some of the words that it feels like is, you know, you feel paralyzed almost to act. You feel stuck. You feel stagnant. You're not making a move in any direction. You're not making a decision. You're procrastinating. You're putting things off. You're making excuses. But deep down, you're getting annoyed with yourself because you know there's something you need to do, you should do, you want to do, but your anxiety, your stress, your overwhelm, 
your concern, your worry, your sleepless nights are getting the better of you. That's what, that's what it feels like. That's the fear I'm talking about today. And this has come about because our bodies are wired to have a reaction to stress. But the stress our bodies are wired to have a reaction to is kind of like saber-toothed tiger coming at us. And our response is fight or flight. We either leg it and run for the hills or we stay and fight. And either one of those reactions has an effect on our physiology. So we stay and fight, the adrenaline surges, the fight will eventually be over. And I guess it depends on who's won and what the result is. <laughs> when you flee, when you, when you take flight, again, the heart is beating, the adrenaline is pumping, your body is in stress. But the reaction of legging it helps that adrenaline to be processed. And eventually your heart rate will return to normal and you become calm. You become at your normal state again. So fight and flight reactions are there to keep you alive. They're there for a reason. However, these days we don't get that many saber-toothed tigers. I, I don't personally. Don't know about you, but we are at this constant state of feeling like we're being bothered by things. We find it difficult to retreat to our cave, if you like, and switch off. The emails are going, the messages are going. You feel like you have to log on to social media. What's going on there? Maybe you need to comment. We're expected to be on all the time. We're expected to be responsive. Life has a lot more demands. You're not just expected now to be a mum or go to work or have one thing to look at. You have many things to look at. You know, before they had, you know, computers, for example, you probably had like one job. Now people are expected to do like 50 jobs. People have side hustles. We're dealing with so much more coming at us than ever before. And I believe. This is leading people into this constant state of stress, overwhelm, anxiety. Where even running into someone and having to have a conversation feels like it's too much. Do you relate? Are you resonating with what I'm saying? Have you ever been in that situation? I absolutely have. When it all felt just too much that I was anxious about leaving the house in case I saw someone and had to have a conversation and pretend like I was fine because I wasn't. So my intention with the podcast today is to give you some perspective if you are feeling anxious or feeling like you're in this just low level state of fear and you're not actually doing anything about it, you just feel very stuck in it. Then I'm hoping today might give you some perspective and some strategies to move through that. Because that's the thing with fear. It's like your fight or flight. You've got to move through it. You've got to move through the adrenaline. You've got to process that emotion in order to get rid of it. 
Because if you just stay in it, if you don't have a response, you become stuck. And that's when you're really, really vulnerable. When you're not doing anything anymore, when you're just stood there, letting things happen to you and letting things move around you, you are no longer in control of your response. Your prey. So it's important you find a way to move through these things and, of course, reduce the stresses in your life. But for now, reducing the stresses in your life is maybe another podcast by itself. But we're going to work through today five strategies to transform your fear into personal power. The first strategy is focus. What are you focusing your headspace, your time, your energy on? What are the questions you're saying in your head? What are the things you're saying to yourself in your mind over and over again? What's going on in your head? It's vital That in a world that is constantly changing and living in a world that you cannot control, you can't control the people, you can't control the weather, you can't control the climate, you can't control what's happening in the world. But there is one thing you can control and that is what are you focused on? And I really noticed this during the pandemic because you would have some people who were focused on the question, what if I die? And you could argue that you could ask that question every single day. You could be hit by lightning, you could be run over by a bus, you could get a disease, you know, anything could happen. It's a really disempowering question. But if you ask the question, who do I want to be today? What do I want to achieve today? Where do I want to put my focus? it produces such a different feeling. It produces a different energy in your body. And you are in control of that focus. No matter what craziness is going on around you, you are in full control of where you direct your focus. If you look at someone like Nelson Mandela and the stuff that he went through, if you've ever read his autobiography, it is absolutely unbelievable what he achieved in his life and how he got through what he went through by sheer power of focus. He focused his attention, his energy, everything in his being on asking the right questions. And not only did it get him through it, but it stopped him becoming bitter with resentment and hate and instead made him an inspiration to millions of people around the world. Focus is key. For me with this podcast, when I didn't want to do it, when I was so scared because I was thinking, oh, what will people think of me? That's fear. What will people think of me is fear. Fear of what other people will think. What if I make a fool of myself? Fear. Again, wrong question. When I started to focus on What do I want to give? And why do I want to give it? Things started to change. 
So get control over your focus and ensure that you're only focusing on things where possible that you can control. And I do this by, I don't watch the news really. I find that if something, you know, major is going on, I find out. I haven't watched the news for, I don't know, probably getting on 20 years. And I can honestly hand on heart say, it's not affected me once. <laughs> it's not affected me once. And when we were in the pandemic and people were like literally glued to their TV every day, they were watching numbers go up of deaths and this, that, and the other. And they were just getting caught up in this spiral of panic. I, I refuse to watch the news. I refuse to read a paper. And honestly, was fairly unaffected by, obviously there were restrictions that I could do nothing about. And I found those out, you know, because obviously then I had to look on the internet or whatever to see what restrictions there were in our area and to know what we could and couldn't do. But I wasn't consumed with it. I decided that my focus would be elsewhere. My focus would still be very much on our life, my best life, my best family, our best foot forward. And it made all the difference. Other people, on the other hand, I still to this day know people who are not entirely comfortable with leaving the house, especially in winter. If someone coughs, they are in panic mode. And I do understand to an extent why, because the media absolutely controlled their focus. And it has become all that they've become all consuming. But you have a choice. And you can control what you can control. The rest is kind of, well, is fate. So that leads me on to my next thing. How are you feeding your fear? Because sometimes, oddly enough, when people are in this state of anxiety, stress, overwhelm, they don't actually want to get out of it in a weird, crazy kind of way. Because to get out of it requires action. And sometimes it requires you stepping out of your comfort zone. And that is what you, that's what you're afraid of. That's what you're trying to avoid. It's far easier in a weird, messed up way to stay in the fear. That's become more comfortable. That's become more certain. That's become more safe in a really weird way. And like I've just said, you know, you saw this after the pandemic when it was, you know, we, the restrictions were lifted and some people did not want the restrictions to be lifted. They wanted the restrictions to go on and on. And that is, that is up to them. But that was because they wanted complete certainty. And the way they felt they could get that was to never leave their house again. But even in your house, you could fall down your stairs. You cannot have complete certainty. So what are you doing to feed your fear? Are you watching the news? Are you reading things that are terrifying you? Are you watching programs that mess with your mind? Are you having conversations with people who are in this state of panic, anxiety, fear, overwhelm, stress? Are you having conversations with those people every day? Are you letting them eat up your time and then leaving that conversation thinking, oh gosh, I feel all anxious now? Create boundaries. 
put up walls against the things that feed your fear and control your focus. The third way to transform fear into personal power is to understand your fear. Some people just feel anxiety and stress all the time without really knowing why. I see this all the time, all the time. And people never really get to the root of what's causing this. Before you overcome anything, before you make progress on anything, you have to understand it. You have to understand its effects on you. You have to understand why you are operating in the way you are. People believe that they are ruled by their emotions. Because quite honestly, being a human, that's how it feels. <laughs> you know, you feel like you have an emotion and that's what that's what it is. That's how things are. I feel sad, therefore I'm sad. I feel depressed and hopeless, therefore I am depressed and hopeless. That is not how it is. The truth is, like anything in your life, it helps if you have an understanding of what you are dealing with. And when it comes to fear, if you can learn to see this as a separate entity rather than who you are, it's transformative. Your fear is not part of you. Your behavior is driven by your feelings. Your feelings are driven by your thoughts. And your thoughts are directed and sometimes controlled by where you are focusing attention and what you're feeding your mind. Hence, points one and two. Control your focus and make sure you're not feeding your fear. You have to understand that you have a lot more control in this situation than you are acknowledging at this point. And that is why you feel stuck. Fear, real fear, is a signal to prepare ourselves or get prepared for something that's about to come. It's a warning signal. It's a shot across the bow. It's there for a reason. But fear, like with the fight and flight response, is meant to be a short-term emotion. It's meant to be a short-term emotion where a decision is made, an action is taken, you take flight or you fight. But when fear and all the associated hormones that are released in any kind of fear state, whether that's concern, apprehension, anxiety, a little bit scared, terrified. When those hormones that are released don't have anywhere to go because no action is taken, instead of a fleeting emotion, those hormones then can create short-term and long-term emotional, mental and physical damage. When you think about the word disease, The word is made up of dis-ease. It is being in a state of stress. Disease comes from being in a continual state of stress. Whether that's mind, body, emotion, it all takes its toll. Stresses on the body that remain unresolved or untreated lead to disease. So if you can understand that 
you of course will, as a human, always feel a range of good and bad emotions, for sure. But if you understand that you have control over what you feed your mind, you have control where you focus your attention, and that will influence how you feel. And when you feel happy, calm, in control, relaxed, fulfilled, confident, you will take a much different approach to a situation than you will if you feel anxious, worried, stressed, concerned, all of those. So it's down to your thoughts and starting to become more aware of what they are and trying to change the narrative. Understand your fear. It is not a part of you. It is not who you are. It is what you are telling yourself. The fourth strategy I call causing a delay. And this is quite difficult, but can really give you some perspective. Obviously, if you are just about to jump out of a plane or, you know, a bear jumps out of the bushes at you, then you need to react, you know, fight or flight. And your body will just, hopefully, (laughs) I would hope so, um, if a bear jumped out of the bushes at you, do something about it. (laughs) Okay. But when it comes to the fear that we're talking about today, this low level fear, you need to try and delay your reaction and have a more controlled response. In other words, really, I'm asking you to choose how you respond to the stressor. So if you see a message coming up on your phone from your best friend who is, for whatever reason, stressing you out right now, that's a trigger. And in that moment, that text message or whatever is invading your space and you feel stressed because you feel the need to respond, to pick up the phone, to respond to the message, to deal with it. And I'm here today to say to you, just give yourself a moment. Give yourself five minutes and delay the reaction. And then see how it feels. Is this something that is really urgent? Is this something that is really important? Does this need dealing with right now? Or actually, if you didn't have a phone, would you even know about it? Would you even be bothered? Would it be affecting your life in this way? And if the answer is no, my suggestion would be to turn your phone off. My suggestion would be to put the phone in a box in a different room the minute you walk in your front door every evening or at a certain time every evening. Literally put your phone in a box. If your phone is stressing you out and you've not really been aware of that, if you can't stop checking your emails, if you can't stop logging on social and then you get irritated by that girl who annoys you and she's so perfect and the best mum ever and it irritates you, put your phone away. Stop looking. Delay the reaction though. If things are coming in at you, information, requests, demands, are they really demands or actually are they just requests? 
give yourself time and stop feeling like everything has to be reacted to immediately. My final and fifth tip for transforming fear into personal power is to make a decision is to decide on discipline. Fear often stems, and when again, I'm talking about fear in terms of, you know, this low level fear, daily fear, comes from focusing on the things you can't control, focusing on the things you don't like, focusing on all the bad stuff. Of course, I'm not saying you're not going to have bad days. You aren't going to have genuine stress in your life. I'm currently dealing with something in my life that is immensely stressful. There are days when it probably has consumed me. There are days where it has put a cloud over many, many things. And I have resented that because it's something that I can't control. It's completely out of my power, but it's something that's in my life and I have to deal with it. But there's one thing I can control and that is what I do with my time. Do I want to spend hours and hours and hours talking about it, going over it, ruminating, worrying, being stressed by it? Or do I want to utilize some discipline to ensure I keep my mind right, to go to the gym in the morning, to meditate, to go to bed early and get enough rest? to stick to the routines, rituals, and habits that I know put me in a good headspace. Control your time. Control your focus. Be aware of the things you're saying to yourself. Understand that fear is not you. Anxiety is not you. I can't stand it when people are like, I have anxiety, I'm anxious all the time. And it's like, I I get it because... I have suffered from depression and anxiety in the past. Am I using it for an excuse to literally not do anything and just stay where I am all the time and be a victim to the circumstances of my life? No. And neither should you. It's a position of helplessness. It feels disempowering when you say, oh no, I, I get I get anxiety. I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't do that because I go, oh no, I would never sleep. I would do- All of those things, if something's important to you, step up, create the discipline and make progress because that way you're growing, you're expanding and that feels empowering. And just knowing that you are doing everything you can to work on your best self, despite the difficult situations you may have to be dealing with in your life that you have no control over, then you will sail through them far easier than when you become consumed by them and allow yourself to be consumed by worry, anxiety, apprehension, concern. You're in the driving seat. So I hope that has helped today to give you some, I don't know, a bit of juice, a bit of juice, a bit of fuel today against anything that is making you feel anxious, stressed, Because often you do have a choice. It may not feel like it because you've become so used to being in the state of disempowerment and feeling like you have no control, but you do. So please do take action today on one or 
all of those strategies and do it now. Do something now. Choose to monitor your thoughts a little bit more. Figure out what's stressing you out. What is it that's making you feel stressed? Address it. Do something about it. And make sure you keep on top of the routines that keep you working on your best self. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Self Podcast today. I hope you've enjoyed the show. If so, be sure to subscribe and you would also massively be helping a girl out if you would rate and review the podcast today. I would love to know what you thought. Be sure to follow us on social media at The Best Self Project and I will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening.